You are listening to Better Golf Academy with me, Hanju Lee. This is episode two. Well, hello everyone. Okay, here's the thing. We all want to get better at golf. But for whatever the reason, our game just doesn't improve. Sound familiar? Okay, well, I'm here to share the best secrets of improving your score. This podcast is not about giving you swing techniques or swing tips, but it's about giving you specific strategies, a tangible plan, and fun ways to improve your score. So welcome to Better Golf Academy Podcast. You ready? All right, here we go. Howdy, howdy, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, and thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and listening to my voice. I don't know about you, but it's kind of weird listening to my own voice on the podcast. It's kind of frightening and kind of cool at the same time. And I am really encouraged by the looking at the download stats after the first episode and thinking to myself, wow, like people are actually listening to me out there. Well, I hope I'm providing value and improving your game, and in addition, Maybe even improving your life. <laughs> so the title of this episode is How Keeping Score Can Ruin Your Life. Okay, so I admit this title is a little bit dramatic, yeah? But I hope it somehow invoked a little curiosity that you are looking forward to some of my thoughts on this, maybe? Okay, so here's the thing. The scorecard at any golf course offers the space for one thing. Um, your score. It's communicating to us that what matters most in this game is the final score. Like the famous golf quote goes, it's not how, it's how many. So at the end of the round, you, you look at your score and you determine if it was a good day or a bad day and you move on with your life. Or how about this? During the round, you are marking your score on your scorecard after each hole. Uh, you're either encouraged or discouraged and you carry some type of expectation and weight to the next hole, right? Your mind is always thinking, adjusting, projecting, protecting. But whatever is going on in your head, you know what I think it's doing? I think it's keeping you from playing your best golf. As I mentioned on my previous episode that I'm a little bit of a data geek. I love collecting data, analyzing it, learning from it. So I love finding stories in it and in the data I collect. There's always a story, right? The story of triumph, the story of luck the story of improvement, the story of hard work and hard work paying off, the story of frustration, basically the story of golf. And I'm I'm pretty much goal-oriented. I don't know if you are or not. I'm just naturally very goal-oriented. I function in life with with always a goal in mind. I love New Year resolutions, writing out my goals for the year. I love starting from a clean slate. Um, I start setting goals for what I want to accomplish for the year. I, I set goals for like like how many books I want to read this year. I set goals for like how many miles I'm going to run. Um, I set goals for how many pounds I'm going to lose. I haven't set a goal one year of how many strokes to actually shave off my game. Um, right now, I'm in this fitness goal of doing three minutes of planking per day for 30 days. My current goal and my uh, ultimate goal here is the six pack abs, right? For those of you guys that have it out there, I'm jealous. Uh, I'll post a picture when I get there, like in three years, okay? Hey, since we're talking about goals, 
So I listened to this uh, podcast called the Life Coach School Podcast. Uh, it's by Brooke Castillo, and she talks about goals. And this really resonated with me, so I'm, I'm going to repeat what she said for you. She said this. She said, one of the coolest things we can do as human beings is set goals. The prefrontal cortex in our brains offers the highest level of humanity. It differentiates us from animals or any other species that we know of. <laughs> it allows imagination and creativity as human beings is one of our highest level of activities. The second highest level is to manage ourselves to fulfill those goals. So we're able to plan ahead, we're able to commit to those goals, and we're able to follow through on them. It's one of our privileges as a human being. And I really like that. It's one of our privileges as a human being. And I love this because we can use this in our lives, but mostly in our golf game to continue to get better, right? So with that mentality for golf, I always had this one goal in mind when I walked onto the golf course, my score, just like what the scorecard wanted me to do. So far, so good, right? So I collect the data, I, I analyze my game, I work on my weakness throughout the week, um, which I kind of go over all that last, last episode. So now I'm preparing myself mentally and physically for the next round. So I set a solid goal in place, and I'm pumped up to play my best. All good? Okay, all sounds great? Okay, well, I thought so too. And this is what usually happens throughout my round. So... Because I'm goal-oriented, I, I am focused on number seven. That's my goal. For every round I play, my goal is to shoot a sub-80. So round of like 79 is, a, is the highest I've ever wanted to shoot, no matter what. Okay, So that's seven, seven bogeys. On a regular par 72 course, seven bogeys is all I can have. So if I get... You know, if I shoot a 79 with seven bogeys, I can walk away happily knowing that I achieved my goal. I call this the comfort zone, okay? And this comfort zone is coined by um, Dr. Patrick Cohn, I think, of uh, Peak Performance Sports. He's like a sports psychologist. Um, so I start my round, and, and this is what goes in my head. So I, I, I par a few holes in a row, which is a great start. It's like... And here's my thought. Okay, I have two pars in the bag. So now I have 16 holes left. And I still have seven bogeys left. So now move on. And then a bogey, say a real tough par four. So, okay, so this is my thought now. Hey, I just bogey, but that's okay. I have an easy par five coming up. Maybe I can make it up. So but I still have six bogeys left, right? So now I play a few more holes and I end up shooting like a regular par on a par five instead I was going for a birdie. But now um, I have to be more cautious because next hole is a bit tricky. And if I bogey, I only have five bogeys left. Can you see a sense of unhealthy pattern going on here in my brain? See, first of all, I'm constantly doing math. It's very unhealthy for everyone, right? <laughs> okay, trust me, I studied engineering. Look what happened. All this math jacks you up. Also, check out this interesting scenario, um, thought process that goes through my head. Like, say I'm playing this great round, and I'm only like five over for the entire round, and I'm teeing it up on like the 17th hole. Okay, 
And in my head, I'm like, okay, great. I have two easy holes left, and I have two bogeys to spare to get to seven, right? Worst case scenario, I bogey the last two holes, and I'm still home free at 79. That's what I'm thinking in my head. Well, guess what usually happens in that situation? Yeah, I shoot 79 like, like I thought I would or worse. I'm like, what the heck? Why do I do this? Why is this setting a score goal not helping me play my best? Why is it that I'm always psyching myself out? Okay, these are, these are great questions, Hanju. And I have answers. But first, let me break it down and tell you why having a score goal is not helping you play your best and why, like the title said, it's ruining your life. Okay? So I think when you set a score goal, you play in your comfort zone. Okay, what does that mean? Again, I mentioned before, comfort zone is a score that you are expected to shoot in your head. You are constantly doing math in your head and you program your mind to stay in it. That's what feels comfortable to you and that's where you will stay. It creates a frustration when you're not going to reach it. But if you're overperforming it and you know you'll probably exceed it, like the example of being five over after only two holes left, instead of finishing strong, you start playing defensive to protect what you already have. And guess what? Your, your pars turns into bogeys. And you know what's weird? When you set a score goal, you'll start time traveling. Okay, what does that mean? Time travel? Okay, so your mind travels ahead and it starts to predict your future. And your mind also travels in history like the last shots or especially the bad ones and paralyzes you. So, okay, so I was listening to this podcast called Golf Smarter by Fred Green. Okay, episode number 684 if you want to go listen to it. And yes, you heard right, 684. He's like on episode like 703 now, which me at episode number two is just, just crazy to think about. But huge, huge respect for Fred Green. And I think his last name like green you're kind of like just destined to love and talk about golf for 700 plus episodes so like i'm thinking hey my i wish my parents would would have named me like ace or something like that then then i would have known that my destiny earlier on in life was podcasting about golf <laughs> anyway Hey, episode 684, okay? He interviews Dr. Joseph Parent. He's the author of Golf's best-selling mental game book. You remember Zen Golf? And some of you have probably read it. And he talks about time travel. Again, this is what he says. He says, our bodies are always here and now, okay? It's the only place they can be. Only place our body can be in space is now. The only place our body can be in Time is now. But guess what? But our mind is like a time machine. We spend most of our time, most of our time replaying the past, which doesn't exist anymore, and pre-playing the future, which hasn't come into existence yet. And usually, it's not what we think is going to turn out. So if you're like on the 12th hole and you're thinking about the shot you hit on the 6th hole, 
you're not fully present in the here and now. And if you're on the 16th hole, like my last example, and thinking about what your score could be on the 18th, after finishing the 18th hole, you're way ahead of yourself. You're not here and now. And your body is not synchronized with your mind and you won't get the job done. Okay, are you convinced now? Are you convinced that the traditional way of keeping your score does not serve you well? So here is a new way to think and keep score that will completely shift your paradigm. This will change everything. Are you ready? Okay, number one, play in the moment. Okay, you heard Dr. Joseph, right? Here and now. Be here, be now. Your body, your mind, everything. Don't think about the shot in the past. Don't think about what your predicted score will be in the future. You are here and now hitting the shot. Think about putting the best effort to hit the shot that is in front of you. Result doesn't matter. Just make your best swing to hit your best shot. Okay, so number two, set new goals. Okay, goals are still very important. As I said, it's a privilege as a human to set and execute goals. But my goals are not scores anymore, which the scorecard suggests. But it's what I can produce being here and now. So this is what I do. I keep track of two most important things that will result in a good, respectable round. Two things. Number one, greens in regulation. Number two, my up and down saves. That's it. That's all I focus on. If my number one goal on every tee is to get it on the green, I focus my drive okay, here and now to give myself the best case scenario to approach the green. So when I'm hitting my second shot towards the hole, my only focus I have the here and now is to try to get the ball on the green. Now, if I miss the green, now I'm now focusing, okay, here and now again on the chip or the bunker shot or whatever the shot, it gets me close to the pin as close as possible to get up and down, okay? And then my putt, my last putt, it now is a deal breaker, right, to achieve my goal for that hole. So I'm all of a sudden fully engaged here and now to make the best putt, the best putt I can execute, okay? By having this new mind shift, you have now eliminated time travel in your mind and really, really creating a different focus on playing your best golf, shot by shot. Every shot matters and each shot deserves all of you here and now. So my personal goal now for every round is number 12, not number 7. If I achieve either a green regulation or up and down save for that hole, I add 1. And I try to get to 12 by the end of the round. That's 12 holes with either I hit greens in regulation or I get an up and down to save par. This will get me to my ultimate goal of shooting in the 70s. Now, if you are a higher handicapper, you want to get down to shooting in the 80s, 
try to set your goals to like eight. That's four greens in regulations or up and downs on the front nine and four greens in regulations or up and down saves in the back nine. This is totally doable. Try it and just watch your game improve. Number three, get download my new scorecard template. To help you keep track of this new way of keeping score, I've created a new scorecard template for you. It's in Excel spreadsheet so you can fill out your uh, course information on there. And you can print it on those Avery um, label maker paper. Um, the one that I'm using is Avery 5389, which is like two 4x6 index cards on an 8.5x11 sheet. So you can just feed it to your printer and it just prints it right out. I've also included an Amazon link to purchase your scorecard holder that you can keep in your back pocket. You can download all the information at bettergolfacademy.com forward slash two. That's number two for episode two. So let's all geek out together, yeah? Okay, I really hope this can help you. So here's the thing. I, I have a friend named Tony uh, that I play with all the time and he beats me all the time. I know, I know. I love him, but dang it. Why do you do that to me, Tony? He hits it longer and he executes more pure hits than any other amateur that I've ever played with. But mostly, he has this unique mental game that I admire. In the middle of the round, I'll ask him, hey, man, you look like you're playing really well. Where are you at? Are you, are you even? Are you one over? Where are you at? And he'll look at me with this blank stare and he'll say, uh, I'm not sure. This blew my mind at first, but... Now I know his secret. He plays with the mental strategy of here and now. The overall score doesn't mean much at the moment to him. But he's focused on the shot that's at hand. He focuses all his thoughts on how to hit his best shot that is right in front of him. And that is all. So you ready to play your best golf? As you know, there's no guarantees in golf, but there is a way we can continue to search and pursue ways to strategize better, think better, and play better. And honestly, this idea might not work for everyone. But the key takeaway here is to find a way to be in the moment. Find a way to focus all your mind, body, and soul in what is in front of you here and now. It's the only place they can be. The only place your body can be in space is now. The only place your body can be in time is now. So let your body and mind sync together to produce your best effort every shot, every time. Hey, don't let the score ruin your life, okay? Okay, have a great week, everyone. Let's get better together. And thanks for listening. The Better Golf Academy.